Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on another episode. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Jarrell Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. What? With Homeownership and Marriage Podcast. Um, today, we are talking about growing your business in a digital world. Say what? This is something that, well, I'm an old soul at heart. And I don't want to say the digital world scares me, but it kind of where we're at from just where I grew up now thinking about what it's going to look like in 20 to 30 years. It's a little scary. It's a little freaky. I told you all the other day, I'm not quite sure if I'm ready for it yet. I would just say from a digital, you know, because everything is digital. Everything is virtual. Everything is on a cloud and Lord knows where that cloud, you know, so it's just... It's interesting. And so I think today we wanted to talk about our journey with our own business and having to navigate it digitally. And I think a lot of that stemmed from the pandemic. But I want to speak to business owners out there. want to speak to folks who are just curious. And yeah. I think if I can just start this off, I want to say when we first started off in the business, it it was like drinking water from a fire hydrant, right? It was... You need to be running Facebook ads. You need to be doing TikTok reels. You need to be doing shorts, longs. You need to be doing all these things. I didn't even know what half of the verbiage was. Yeah, (laughs) it was like, you need to be on this platform and this platform. And it, I, for us, it got to a place where it was like, dude, there's no way you can do all of those successfully while maintaining the relationships that you have. And please, I'm not speaking for everyone. It, 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 there might be individuals out there that are doing it. More power to you. Do it. Absolutely. But the reality for us, and I have to say this, is we didn't want to dominate. At first, we were like, all right, let's start it. Do it. All right, let's start it and do that. And we found ourselves taking on more than we can chew and not having the capacity to have conversations daily with potential leads, having conversations daily with buyers and sellers. And I think for us, yes, as we're preparing for the digital world or the new world we're transitioning to, is understanding that focus on three things, right? Find three areas that you can... It doesn't even have to be three. Yeah, or focus on one. one And just manage that one. But the biggest thing is being consistent. Just consistently manage that one thing. Because everything comes back to what? Having the conversation. I mean, let's be honest. A lead that comes from Facebook is going to be a lead that you have to eventually have a conversation with. A lead that comes from TikTok or your Reels, you have to be able to have that conversation and educate them on what to expect in the home buying process. Yeah, I think taking a step back, there is so much information out there. And for me, when there's too much information, it gets overwhelming because I don't know where to start. Yeah. I feel the need to do everything right. As Jarell was sharing in the beginning, just like with any startup, any business, you have a laundry list of items and you feel like you need to do it all. I think what was 
good for us is we said, okay, we just need to find our bread and butter. We know we can't do everything. We don't want to do everything. Let's just focus on these three because we found that when we focused on the 12 or when we focused on the 30 or however many is that we weren't able to give 100% to every single item. But when you narrow it down and when you find your bread and butter, if it's one, if it's three, if it's five, you know, something that you can manage, you're a lot more successful in that. And I think a second component to it also is you have to understand your own, I would say, values for your business, but also your personality, mm-hmm. right? Your personality is going to come out in your business. For Jarell and myself, we're very personable people. We like to have conversations. It was a struggle during COVID because Zoom after Zoom appointment after Zoom, it, it got exhausting talking to people through screens. And it, yeah. we just got to a point where we said, we just missed the days of being able to sit in a coffee shop and hang out with our clients and just have a candid conversation, right? Because yeah. it got exhausting. So you have to, you know, if, if you're the total opposite and meeting with people scares you, right? Yeah. That's probably not the route you should go. But I think that that's something in thinking about in growing your business in a digital world, you want to be able to do it successfully, right? Because you want to keep up with the trends and what's happening at the world. But at the same time, you don't want to lose who you are and who your business is and what you want it to be in the midst of that. And I think what's what we're talking about with the digital world is there's a, not a lot of new virtual trends that have come into place and systematically attempted to replace that in-person conversation. What we're holding to is our brand, our belief is we value connections and relationships and we value those conversations in person. So how can we merge that world into where the digital world is taking us? And like Brittany said, we had to take a step back on some of these things because the first two years, it was just like, my goodness, there's no way we can keep up with all this. Then the next conversation was like, hire a VA, do this. Yes, when the production gets to a certain level, we need to bring in support to help us. But right now, starting off in your first two years, No, we don't need to do all that. Let's hone it, reel it in. And one of the three areas we're going to focus on, how are we going to build our brand and what is our target audience? And I think going into our target audience before I pass it to Brittany, we sat down on a training that was for free. And the lady talked about the avatar and that avatar sung, it helped us in understanding the message we're communicating with our audience. They not only are our relating to the the words that are coming out of our mouth, but they're relating with how we present ourselves, the actions that we do, what we're exemplifying on our social media. And I think one thing that we do and the message we try to keep cohesive is we do it together, right? We're family. And what we've noticed, the more that we've shown this message, the more our brand has grown, where people have reached out, have been people that identify with the brand we have. Yeah, they're they're attracted to it, right? I think COVID propelled a lot of things, not only for us in our business. I think all businesses in the entire world were affected by it. Yeah. it just simply individuals. Your day-to-day is constantly changing. So how do you adapt, but also at the same time, keeping your values and keeping your business models the same, right? But what Jarrell was talking about and knowing your target audience, I think more so than knowing your audience, you need to be able to listen to them and be able to decipher what they want. Yeah. I think, you know, for our clients that are friends and family for life is that we found that after COVID, it was kind of like a breath of fresh air of, 
oh, we can finally go up back out to lunch with you guys. We can meet up and do this. And they were excited about that because if they wanted a fully, I would say, digital online uh, real estate team to have that presence during their purchase or the sale of their home, yeah. they would have gone to seek that. But yeah. it was evident that they didn't want it because they appreciated the relationship that we had together and the connections that we'd build. And so for us, it was, okay, we're going to continue to do what we do best, but we also, we do need to figure out a way to immerse ourselves in the digital world, but by also being true to ourselves. You know, I think that there's three main things for us that we focused on and we'll get more in depth about is for us, building our brand awareness, establishing our social media presence, and having an awesome hub. I like to call it of like our email list, our people with constant resources. Those are really the three main things that we found were incredibly necessary to be immersed in this digital world, hypothetically. And, and talking about the digital world, I do want to hone in a little bit because I was just bashing a few minutes ago having hiring VAs and not being able to bring people into the business until you turn, you know, your production is high there. But when we started this and we decided we wanted to be a real estate team, we kind of seeked out support from someone that was like a brand person, right? And not only did she walk us through colors, she walked us through like the whole touch, the experience we want our clients to have when they see our message. And Brittany has done an amazing job with social media and keeping everything cohesive. But I think it's important when you're ready to build your brand, like this is not one of those R&D situations, right? You have to have your personal touch on your brand, not something that you can say, hey, put my name on this house and we're going to call it this. No, what identifies you away from the millions of real estate agents out there? And I think that digital business, right? We're entering that digital world. So when they see the brand, not only the brand, the color, the sub logo, and the, the headliner or the tagline, it starts to resonate with people that are searching for, you know what? That uh, pretty and Jarrell, man, I kind of, you know, I've been kind of following you guys for the last six months and I really like it. And those things start to attract, right? It's the slow drip that gets people locked in for long term. Well, and I think something that we were very big on in the beginning in creating our business was we wanted it to feel like a an experience, for folks, right, that wanted, that chose to work with us. We wanted you to feel like you were going to the Ritz-Carlton and getting a five-star experience yeah. from start to finish because I, I'm also the type of person kind of... Relate. And if you have never been to the Ritz-Carlton, please go visit <laughs> anywhere. Or work with the low property team. It's the same experience. <laughs> let them open the door for you and watch how you experience everything from getting out that car to checking into your room. It is absolutely amazing. Yes. But getting back to our point, right? I am also in the same mindset that if you're not good at something, instead of wasting the time to figure it out, hire someone who is. Absolutely. That is one of the biggest things for myself that I learned in this business is buying my time back, right? Yes, I could sit there and I could try my best to figure out how to create a website and do some YouTube videos on coding and do this and this, but that's not my passion. Yeah. That's not what I'm good at. So I'm going to hire somebody 
to to do that, right? But also, I, I will say even more so in business, Jarrell and I just very much always work under that frame of thought because it's it's the same thing. If something at the house goes out, we are not handy people. I am going to go hire the professional to come out and do it, right? If something is wrong with my tooth, I'm not going to do some YouTube videos and try to fix it myself. I'm going to go to the dentist. I'm going to go to the professional. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I think that when you have good service, right? When you know people that do great service, it, it just makes it easier for them to be able to go that route. And I think uh, that is an amazing point Brittany just brought up. Do the things you're great at, delegate the things you're not. The jack of all trades, person that has understanding how to do all things is a dying breed. And when you're talking about business, we're talking about business, whether it's in the digital world or in, in the world of connections, relationships, and physical touch, I think what we have to get ourselves to is understanding what are some of those things that yield high results? What are some of those things that don't yield high results? And I'm going to tell you right now, changing a leaky faucet sink, that doesn't, it, is it going to cost me 200 bucks to get this change? Probably so. But I know in my business what my per hour is and what I can do in the matter of this time because I felt like I'm, I feel like I'm great at this. I feel like, okay, that 200 doesn't mean anything to me because you know what? I can delegate two hours of time to compensate what that is or what the price of that would be. Well, and, and I will say it, it comes down to your view on on money, right? And making money work for you. Yeah. And um, it, it, I think in society, right? Where society, we're always looking for the cheaper deals. We're yeah. always looking for the discount. Heck, I'm the main one to do that at the grocery store. I will go to three different grocery stores to save some pennies. I used to. That's why she goes by herself. Yes, that's why I go. Well, that's also my me time. I don't like to be bothered when I'm shopping, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Only grocery shopping. But all that to say, I think it comes really down to how you view money in that sense is I can sit here and I can spend an entire day learning this and fixing it or I could spend $200 to just have somebody do it. In my mind, I'm going to pay somebody to do it because I can't lose 24 hours of doing my craft to be able to make more money, right? So we always work under the framework of money generating activities. Yeah. If what I'm doing is not yielding more money, then something needs to essentially change. And I think that's the huge problem we're having in business right now is we we buy a service or buy something for the business that gives us that freedom, but we don't apply the pressure on that freedom time. I hire a plumber. I pay the $200. Instead of me spending now that two to four hours on learning or deepening my practice or improving my skill or working with clients, then I've now wasted the service that I just hired to fulfill that responsibility. And when we're talking about the digital world, we have to understand everything you say or do in the digital world is not erasable, right? So what we, what we try to do is make sure we're putting out an authentic message that authentically represents us and exactly what we want our clients to hear. You know what? We're apologetically us. And I think the great thing about that is, is the closer, the sooner you can get to your tribe of those that identify with that, the easier it would be to be really you. Because right now, I don't know, in this world, we are putting out Everybody's winning. Everybody's winning. Everybody's achieving something, but no one talks about the dog days or, you know, in our business, our offer didn't get accepted or escrow failed through or these things didn't happen. 
But what we try to do is we highlight those items to let you know that, no, we're humans. We, we, we are just like you. And we have to get back up, remind ourselves that it's okay. There's another day and we're going to get right back on this horse to get it figured out. And I think that's what the representation in the digital world, what we want it to be, not this place where everybody's winning and it's, it's, <laughs> participation awards are given out freely. No, that's not real life. And we have to disconnect ourselves with that. And I think Brittany talked about this about a month back, but taking the social media detox because it gets overwhelming. Even as business owners, it gets overwhelming because you just get locked in and you can't, it's almost like you're on that track and you're trying to figure out a way to get yourself off of it while maintaining what you're doing in your personal day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. And kind of circling back to our big three, in building brand awareness, it is so important. For us, like we talked about, we wanted an experience for our clients. For others, it's just a logo and um, a color, and and that's totally fine. I think just figuring out what is you and what the brand is going to be is super important. I think secondly, you know, really talking about establishing your social media presence. This was something early on that I struggled with because it's not, it's, if I have an item, if I have a to-do list, that thing is going to be on the very end of my list because it's not something that I enjoy doing. Mm. I feel almost like Jarrell was saying, you get sucked in and consumed because, you know, you're seeing what other folks are doing and then you need to be doing more instead of just focusing on kind of in your lane. But social media presence is huge, especially because a majority of them are, are free, right? Those are free resources, free marketing. You know, thinking back 20 something years when I couldn't even imagine real estate agents using it as an example, trying to get their name out, their brand out to folks in in their area, right? Because there was what? Billboards, the newspaper, probably Mm. calling people, meeting people door to door. They didn't have the accessibility of utilizing social media the way that we do now. So it is, it is amazing for our business, right? We are able to connect with so many people in this industry. We're able to connect with so many clients that want to work with us. So it is a great thing. I think, like Jarrell noted in the beginning, it's it's just about being consistent, right? Yeah. Um, constantly um, putting out for, for us, right? I, we don't, well, I would say we, we like to put out intentional content. Yeah. And that intentional content is always going to be backed by the research that we've done, the trends that we're um, paying attention to, information and things that... Or even that, some of our experiences. Yeah, experiences know. that we want you know our clients to be able to take on. Um, that, that's just something that's huge. And it it really just ties into our last three of having our, our hub of an email list, right? Our people that they love to get the monthly newsletters. We have buyer's guides for our clients, um, you know, or even for not for our clients, right? We have seller's guides that... You know, you can hop on our website and you can download them. We like to be able to provide free resources that are going to be um, used as actionable items for folks that are interested in real estate. And I think what's important is what Brittany is highlighting is we're directing them. This experience is directing them to our voice. They get a chance to join our mailing list. And not only do they get the monthly newsletter, but they get weekly to-do guides, right? And Brittany sent out a great one the other day of decluttering your home. And how many responses we got to that like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. Oh, I didn't think about that with the windows. And sometimes we just need those weekly reminders as homeowners to get us to sharpen our, 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 our wheel 
so we can be prepared for the seasons changing or uh, weather changing, whatever it is. I think with the brand, what, what we're talking about is increasing the social media presence by doing less on less platforms is what I'm saying, but being consistent on those platforms to direct your traffic to that one voice, that email marketing or the email newsletter or those weekly guides that help to understand of what to prepare for, what to expect or what's happening in the market now. Yeah. And mind you, these resources are from wherever you're listening from. They are free where wherever you are listening from. I don't even care if you're in a different state or if you have no intention to work with us and you just want to be able to see what our little guides are about. I, I think they're incredibly beneficial. And the reason that we share them with the world is one, because we are, we're so passionate just about teaching people how to use real estate to create generational wealth that of course we'd love for you to work with us right the reason that we provide all of this is that so you get a taste of what working with us feels like without actually working with us right and and, and a few ahead. months ago we gave out free coffee to everyone on the list sometimes you just need a cup well, of joe to get you through it yeah we we love freebies but that's like giving gifts is probably my biggest love language. Jarrell just had his birthday and he will be probably, I mean, I feel like you could vouch for it that I get more excited planning your birthday than I do even waking up on my birthday. That's just me personally. Can we actually do an episode on that? Maybe, but let's tie this in though. Um, I think, you know, in having a business, right, you want to be able to allow people to get an experience or to feel an experience without working with you firsthand. And that is just so important because it's it's almost like a what do you call it when you go to the movie theaters and you're watching all the the previews before right it's it's kind of it's it's just the previews before the actual show begins right so yeah. we've also excuse me had some clients that have said oh my gosh i subscribed to your guys' email and i love the content you put out please, can you help us sell our home? Yes, of course, right? We've also just had some people saying, hey, I I love to watch your social media stuff. I'm in so-and-so state and I I just really enjoy it, right? So it's, for me, it's just beneficial to say, okay, it's, it's almost like a validation of, what we're doing is working, right? We we want people to feel connected. We want them to be able to have access to us and and to know how to navigate if they want to do anything with real estate. I think that that's, Well, it also falls back into our values for our business. And I think if if I can just bring it all together and wrap it up, growing your business in the digital world, whether you're like us and we love personal connection and you're trying to figure out how to stay up the trend or with the the, the way the trajectory is going, is understand these three things. It's going to be video. It's going to be audio and it's going to be like a blog, a medium of some nature, right? So in your business, you have to dedicate yourself to one of those three areas or three of those areas. Now go into the social media world or this 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 digital world and figure out what platform your target audience is listening to, right? You can't go out there with kibbles and bits and expect a cat that's going to enjoy that. No, you have to understand my target audience really likes blogs, so I'm going out in that area and I'm putting my content in that area. For us, we really, really honed in our one, two, three, and that order is videos, audio is our podcast, and three is our blog. So we know for videos, the number one resource in the world right now 
now is YouTube at 78% of 78% of the world using YouTube to watch videos. Why not dance around in that backyard? On Facebook, there is one out of every four households in the world have a Facebook page or a user page or a personal profile. Why not dance around in that backyard if I'm trying to grow my business? Now we're saying to ourselves, our blog, right, our email newsletter, our monthly newsletter, our weekly guides, whatever the case may be, we're trying to it. We're trying to reach those platforms by stepping out of our comfort zone, but we're not expanding to every LinkedIn, TikTok. Snapchat, right? Figure out the top three that work for you. Or if, like Brittany said, it's just one, just choose the one and let's grow in this new world together. Mm -hmm. Wrapping it up, it's important to know your target audience, listen to them and know what they want. More so than anything in your business, be able to adapt, be agile and learn how to pivot. What? Until next time, look forward to joining you then. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.